So let's look at the middle passives over there on 241. Histamai, histosai, histotai, histamatha, histoste, histantai. Now, uh, difficulty here, you don't have any epsilon for augment, so for the imperfect, he goes to e. Histamain, histasa, histata, histamatha, histoste, histanta, with the secondary endings being your clue. Look at the present subjunctive. You got the oh my that's all typical. Uh, does the present imperative middle passive rule work? You bet it does. Take a look at the imperfect second singular. It's the same as the imperative. Technically, long yoda in the imperfect, short yoda in the imperative. Uh, present infinitive histasthai, and look at the participles, histaminus, histamenu, and so on and so forth. No problem here. Now go to page 240. We have the same principles on 240. The long vowel, not the long a, but an eta. We have an eta in the singular <coughs> and an alpha in the plurals. So, histemi, histes, histesi. Now, what do we do? Shorten up. Histamin, histate, and then histase goes together to histase. What about the imperfect? Histain, histes, histe. Now we've got to shorten up always in the plural. Histamin, histate, histasan. Uh, you're going to have the present subjunctive. Histo, histes, histae, histomen, histate, histose. And then the Velt's rule of imperatives. The third singular, third singular of the imperfect active will look like the second singular imperative without the augment. And there it is. He stay, shorten that up, his stay, and there's your imperative right there. Histate, histato, histatosan. What is our infinitive ending? It's the normal infinitive ending, nigh. And the present participle, histas, histantas. Now, technically, it's this. Rob, you asked about this before. It is technically histants. All right? And this goes out. That alpha is long. Histas, histantas, histante, histanta. All right? So far, so good. No problem. If you'll go toward the bottom of page 241, the second principle part, so it uses the long vowel, eta, steso. So steso means I will stand the book on end. And if you want to say the book will stand on end all by itself, you say steisomai. Steisomai, the middle and the passive are intransitive. So, so far, let me review this. Active forms of the first and second principal part are transitive. Middle passive forms, or middle forms for the second, are intransitive. I'm going to just keep pounding at this. There are still a third of the people who do not recognize the difference between transitive and intransitive in this class. So we have to smoke you out here. All right? Transitive means somebody's making something else stand. I st am standing the book on end. That's transitive. If it's just there by itself, 
Nobody's doing anything to it. It is standing by itself. That's intransitive. All right, bits. Which one? It is standing there by itself. Do I use an active form or a middle passive form? Middle passive form. That's exactly right. Now, the big trick with histamy is the following. This first part is pretty straightforward. The morphology, I think, is incredibly straightforward. Here's what we are facing in the third principal part. We do not have, just don't look at your books here for a second. We do not, oddly enough, have an analogy here. Here we had Etheka. Here we had Edoka. And here you would think we would have something like Esteka. Uh, uh, something like that. No, no. Instead, this verb, and it's the only verb I know like it, has two aorist systems. It has a weak aorist system and a strong aorist system. Now, at the very bottom of the page on 241, you have estesa normal. Now, what do I mean by weak first aorist normal? Well, look at the second principle part, steso. So, by analogy, here is steso and here is estesa, just like liso elisa. Let me make my point perfectly clear. We're not using weak kappas in the aorist indicative like etheka or edoka. In fact, we are using, to quote my father's deathless phrase, common area ordin weak aorists. Ordinary common weak aorists with sigma followed by alpha. Estesa is a normal weak aorist form. What's the strong aorist look like? Turn the page. The strong aorist is like ebane bino. Where? Page 242. So this verb, this looks and goes like page 186. Would you flip back there, please? Page 186. Look at ebane. Ebane, ebase, ebe, ebemen, ebete, ebesan. All right? Flip back to histemi. Estane, estes, este, estemen, estete, estesan. How about the subjunctive? That's on page. Uh, 194, go to that. 194. Keep your finger at 186 if you can. Go to 194. At the bottom. Bo, base, be, bowman, beta, bose. All right, what do we have here? Sto, stay, stay, stomen, stay, to stose. See how that 
alpha gets kind of cannibalized in there. Now, let's take, let's flip back to uh, 186 and check out the infinitive and participle. Go back to page 186. Infinitive is bani, infinitive is stani. Participle, bas, bantas, banti, banta, stas, stanta, stanti, stanta. See? This is, this is an old formation. This is the oldest way that Greek made its aorists. By, what, what's that again? By taking this and lengthening it, just like bino has ba, and then they use the lengthened eta there, and then you simply, you simply use that, and you put the thing on there, and that's the stem, the stay stem, that you use for the infinitive, stay ni, there's our old ni ending, and we always use the short alpha, stas, stantus, and so forth. And we know, of course, bits, that that alpha is short there because why? If it would be long, it'd be a circumflex. Exactly right. Okay? So, essentially, if you take a look on page 242, uh, down, we're not including the fourth principal part for tomorrow. Uh, for that, you will see how similar all of those are. There's only one place of difference between bino and histemi, and it's in the imperative. And I'd like you to check now uh, on page 222, please. This is the only place where there is some difference. The imperative, well, the first singular, bethi, is like stethi, and you have the chance of ba or sta. But then after that, histemi keeps the eta, and bino keeps the alpha, bate, bato, batosan, but you have stete, stete, steto, stetosan. I would say, if you got to make a mistake, <laughs> err in the direction of histemi. Histemi is the most frequent verb in the New Testament beside the verb to be and ginomai. It is the most frequent verb. This is a verb you simply have got to know because a form of it comes up in every pericope of the Bible on average. All right? Now, but when I say it's the most frequent, I mean, and it's compounds. I mean, you can have anistemi, paristemi, and so on like that. But, uh, uh, but this verb and its compounds is the most frequent verb in the Bible. There are questions on histemi on the qualifier and on the course final. If I had it my way for the qualifier, I'd have even more of them on there. Because this verb, if, if you learn this verb, it's just going to bail you out of a lot of problems. So, now, on, uh, on histemi, uh, I'm sorry, on the strong aorist on page 242, one thing that is interesting is that it is used in the active only. You'll notice there at the top, in the active only. 
So there is no, like, say, something like estamine or something like that. There is no middle form like that. You only get these in the active. Now, here's the trick. Here's the trick. One of these is transitive, and one of these is intransitive. Okay? Now see if you can guess. One is weak, one is strong. Which one would, like the intransitive, be able to stand by itself? Strong, and that's how you remember it. The strong form is intransitive because it's when you're standing intransitive, you gotta be able to do it by yourself. And the weak is intrans uh, is transitive. It causes something else to stand. Strong is transitive, intransitive. Sorry, strong is intransitive, standing by itself. Weak is transitive, making something else stand. So, if I wanted to say, I'm going back to Keffi's book. We'll look up here. Three seconds ago, I stood the book up. Este sa. The book stood there before I pushed it over. Este. Eh, stay, stood, by itself, strong, intransitive. So, this form here, this form here is the weak form, and that is transitive. This form here is the strong form, and this is intransitive. Strong, got to be able to stand by itself, intransitive. Weak, transitive. That means you make something else stand. So let me summarize now. Let me summarize how the transitive and intransitive works with this verb. Transitive meaning, making something else stand, is given by the actives of principle part one and principle part two, and the weak aorist. Principle part one active, principle part two active, and the weak aorist. Intransitive is given by all middle passives, middles or passives, and the strong aorist. And the strong aorist. So you're going to have two different sets in the aorist of morphology for histamine. What's interesting about this chapter, and by the way, this is why I do it last, I think in many ways the morphology is the easiest of the me verbs, but there is this semantic difficulty of lining up transitive and intransitive meanings with the various forms. And that's why and now this is all, I should tell you this, we're just anticipating here, but it might be a teaching moment. And that is that, just to anticipate, 
this gets heightened by what happens in principle part four. Because in principle part four, the perfect active, that's going to not only be intransitive, but it's going to pinch hit for the present tense. And we don't, have to, we don't have to mess with all that on the first pass through the buffet here. So what I want you to really concentrate on for tomorrow is these aorists. Why? Huh, they're the most frequent forms that there are of this verb. So weak aorists, transitive, making something stand, Strong aorist, strong enough to stand by himself. Strong aorist, intransitive, something or other is just standing there.